The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. And good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. And as always, we start out with In the News, our first little segment here. Really interesting stuff came out this week, Janine. Yeah, Uh, we did. We had a a lot of interesting things. More than we thought we might have. Yeah. Some of it came out just like today, so it was at the last minute. Um, But one that did come out today is what we're leading with. Yeah. And it actually talked about vitamin E and helping the non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Which happens to be the fastest growing chronic condition in America. Right. We've talked about in the world, right? We've talked about that before. And they Mm -hmm. even use some statistics that were even, you know, they say an estimated twenty to thirty percent of the population in the world. world Yeah, world population actually has non alcoholic fatty liver. And seventy to eighty percent of obese people. That's world. Yes. That's that's huge. It is big. It's bigger than we thought it was. Yeah, we've talked about it before and we've we've talked talked about about it a lot of times. You know, We, 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 we talk about how it's growing, and we know why it's growing. It's because of diet, usually. Mm-hmm. But in this study, we're talking about the study, um, they used vitamin E and showed that it had a really big beneficial effect on the management of the non-alcoholic fatty liver. Which is, you know, I think this is probably one of the first times that I've seen vitamin E itself used the fatty liver. Yeah. That I can and, remember. I mean, everything But they, they actually about showed stuff, that yeah. it significantly decreased your ALT, AST, and alkaline FOS, which are, are your liver enzymes that when you have lab work done, that's what we look at. Yeah. And so they've actually shown, in, you know, we always talk about diet along with other treatments. Mm-hmm. And, but this study just looked at vitamin E alone actually helping it. So, and when we talk about vitamin E, we always want to mention that you want to use natural vitamin E. Yes, the D. Uh, yes, you don't the D want. D-alpha, D-gamma, right? D-deltas, and so Delta's And like. the gamma is actually your more active form of vitamin E. It is. That's, biologically, uh, it's a lot more active than the alpha tocopherols. So uh, when you look at those tocopherols, if you pick up your, your vitamin E product or if you pick up something that you're already taking, look at it. If it's got a D and a little L beside it, it's synthetic and not quite as effective as in this. So a really interesting study, I thought, because like I say, first time I'd ever seen that I can remember the science talking about E Vitamin E and the a specific liver. study, right. but they actually they said that this was actually a meta analysis on a few studies that's been done, and that they all showed a benefit on vitamin E. Hmm. So and it was actually and it was stuff. published in the Journal of Hepatology. Right. So it was actually a really good study, and that just actually came out today. Yeah. And then we have our buddies over at Oregon State University came out. Now, you know, we've talked about this, Jenny, time and time again, resveratrol and quercetin. Right. I mean, my goodness. I mean, it's probably almost every show we have some little tidbit about resveratrol. Resveratrol is one of the more researched 
probably natural products out there. It really is. And on this one, they actually looked at it as new options for cancer therapy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what's been researched about resveratrol and quercetin both, you know, we're talking about cancer therapy. Now, in this specific research, they looked at how sometimes those compounds don't get absorbed well enough from eating your food that has them and with supplemental resveratrol and quercetin. Mm -hmm. So it specifically looked at making them more bioavailable. And we do, we for years have used liposomal and resveratrol. Phyto, liposomal and, and phytosomal. Right, types, phytosomal, right. quercetin. So the absorption is better. But what they found, and what this was looking at in this study, was there's actually a chemotherapy, um, the adromycin. They call it the red devil yeah, for they a reason. Do. It's mm-hmm. actually, it's a horrible side effect <laughs> side on effect this. And it yeah. actually, you can't use it for too long because yeah. of the cardiovascular effects and mm-hmm. actually the the cardiotoxins that it actually has. Mm -hmm. And what they actually found is if they could actually get resveratrol and quercetin at high enough levels in the blood, then you didn't have the cardiac toxicity from the adromycin. That's potentially really good. Exactly. And not only did it actually make the side effects better, but they actually showed that it made the drug work better. I thought that was interesting too. And we've for years used resveratrol when people are doing chemo and a lot of times their doctor will even say oh well we don't know what this drug does well in most of most accounts you see that it actually has a synergistic effect and actually makes the drugs work better yeah they said it actually synthesized uh the cells the cancer cells to the drug and of course made the drug get in there and do its job a little bit better yeah and as we've known for years of course this research says and in, even in high high doses quercetin and resveratrol are both found to be very very safe and, you know, we've known that for years because we've used it for years. Right. Um, so this was just actually a really good one on just another validation on how resveratrol and quercetin can be used along with other cancer treatments to make them work better. All right. Now, something else that uh, we've talked about ad infinitum, that's uh, over and over again for those folks out there in South Mississippi. Um, childhood antibiotic use. This time, This particular study looked at Childhood antibiotic exposure linked to juvenile arthritis. Right. That's unreal. And they're even looking, you know, we talk all the time about the microbiome and how mm-hmm. important it is. Um, they think that the more antibiotics a kid receives as they're growing up, the higher the risk goes at developing ru- juvenile RA and other autoimmune diseases. Right. And so, you know, we've, we've, we've kept mentioning, and if you, if you do for some reason, if your kid has to take an antibiotic for some reason, Make sure they replace their probiotics afterwards. Yeah, that's it's so important to get that because this particular study talked about the you know how it how the antibiotics are the number one reason to interrupt that microbiome and the microbiome, of course, you know, and we've talked, you know, I think did we probably did a whole show about that, didn't we? We did. How that? Yeah, how that? It actually, you know, seventy percent of your immune system is in that GI tract, and when you disrupt that microbiome and with antibiotic therapy. And we've even talked about even the antibiotics that you're just lacing their food with out here, um, trying to keep that out of the diet. But when you put these heavy-duty antibiotics over and over and over again in a child, you're just setting right. them up. For and they even, yeah. in, in the research, said that they believe that at least half of all antibiotic is unnecessary. I thought that was, and, that was a pretty know, good disclosure. At least half. Right. Um, and it may even be more because, you know, most of the times that an antibiotic is prescribed – the problem that the kid has is self-limiting anyway. Right. And a lot of times it's viral, which does not respond to antibiotics. And, and this was published in the journal Pediatrics. So if your pediatrician is reading up and keeping current, maybe they won't be overusing their antibiotics quite as much. Right. Yeah. 
So uh, something else that came out this week, it came out in the journal Cell Metabolism. I thought it was kind of an interesting study. And, you know, we, it's, this is about something that, that we've used and talked about a little bit before about L-carnitine and how it helps the actual muscle development and muscle. Yeah, they've known it's helped well. muscle, but right. and Duke is who Duke Medicine yeah. is who actually you know did the studies on this. And what they were looking at was how to improve exercise tolerance, especially as people age. It's kind of when they're what they were looking at is because they're saying you know they're, as they people are getting that age word. I know mature, <laughs> mature, mature as people mature. A such a better word. They get to where they can't exercise as much because of other ailments. And the muscles don't have the tolerance they had before. So they were looking at what can we do to actually help the tolerance of the muscles to be able to withstand more. Because if the person does become inactive, then it starts a host of other problems. Mm-hmm. And they talked about that in the research. And when they looked at it, they were they looked and of course of course they used little mice as well, usual. Always do, yeah. And you know they took little mice that had they were looking at a specific gene coded. Right. Well, the, the, they looked at, at that. It's called the, um, the carnitine acetyltransferase gene. And they, they actually developed a strain of mice that, that don't have that particular uh, genetic trait, that uh, acetyltransferase. And so then they could study something. They could say, like, oh, okay, this is like really, really bad aging, so to speak. And it was interesting in, the, in that, that when they used the carnitine, didn't seem to work very well in those mice, though, did it? No, because ha- you have to actually have, to have, have that transferase. This right. transferase with carnitine, but what they found in the research is that it even helped the young, healthy mice that didn't have a problem. It made them more tolerant and muscles better without even having a problem. I thought that was interesting. Yes. Yeah. So very definitely, you know, it, it shows you now carnitine for years, and there's different forms of carnitine. And I mean, any carnitine I think is going to help. Well, but, any carnitine will eventually get to the right place. Right. But uh, you even have the L-carnitine fumarate that we use specifically for muscles. When you start talking about muscles and specifically the cardiovascular system, et cetera, you, you think about that uh, fumarate form. Now, another one of our old friends, vitamin C, made it to the news this week. Well, this was interesting. University of Copenhagen and they have done a fairly long study, and it took in 100,000 Danes uh, in their study and looked at the, how much fruits and vegetables they ate and looked at their DNA and so on. And they find that, that vitamin C uh, indicated, you know, whether the, well, actually, the way they stated it was the people that had the highest consumption of these fruits and vegetables, which is including vitamin C, have a 15% lower risk of developing cardiovascular disease and a 20% lower risk of early death compared to those who don't eat your fruits and vegetables. Right, and they were looking at fruits and vegetables and thinking, what is it from these fruits and vegetables that helps? And then they started doing some blood levels. Right. And they actually found that the one thing that they found that was consistent yeah, right. was it's higher good. vitamin C levels right. in people that ate more fruits and vegetables. So it was kind of like, you know, in the end, they say they think that part of why the fruits and vegetables were so beneficial in cardiovascular disease is because of the vitamin C that it contains. Mm-hmm. And you know, we always you know, want people to eat their fruits and vegetables and lower oh, their sure. sugar intake and not do processed packaged food because that's void of most of your nutrients. That's probably you know, void of all you need. And then, I mean, and then even, you know, some people, we have to supplement vitamin C. Right. But C itself is a potent antioxidant. I mean, we know that it protects the cells from damage, and it actually, you know, they've known that for years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, C also helps us build connective tissue. And, and you know, 
Okay, when you think about connective tissue, yeah, you think about ligaments and tendons and so on. But you also think about that cardiovascular stuff again. Right. I mean, vitamin C is definitely one of those things that's been tried and true for years and years and years. And old Linus Pauling, he was on something. He was. Yeah. And now, we mentioned earlier about making resveratrol and quercetin more bioavailable by making it liposomal. The same thing has happened with vitamin C. Liposomal C is actually your most absorbable C that you can take by mouth without IV in it. That's right. So, and we've got that one. We've had that one. That was one of our premier things that we came up with a few years back. So, it's it's a great way to take your vitamin C because it, it doesn't cause the gut irritation that you get with right. a lot and of vitamin C. Right, and it's actually bound with sunflower lecithin, right. which has its benefits too. Exactly. And yeah. it doesn't come from soy, so it is mm-hmm. soy-free. Mm-hmm. And so it works really well, and it's like 93% absorbable when compared to other vitamin C, which may only be about 13 to 19% absorbable. Yeah, 15 to 19%, I think is what they say. Yeah, something else that kind of hit the wire, and we only got a couple of minutes here, but I want to talk about this. This is something that you hear a lot about in the fall, in early flu season, we call it, and that's the elderberry. You know, and elderberry extract, and, and we use it quite a bit on folks, you know, in that time of year, you know, when they come in with the sniffles and so on in the fall and early, early winter. And this particular study uh, came out of Griffith University. I'm not sure of their location, but they had, um, they looked at, it's come out of Australia is where it came out of, but I'm just not familiar with that particular university. But they did a really good study because they, they looked at people who flew economy class, because they're the ones that get sick the most. Oh, yeah, because airplanes yeah. are one of the best places to get colds and flus. And they found that folks who take this elderberry had much less. As a matter of fact, they even went so far as to say it's as effective as Tamiflu. Yeah, and it ah. actually shortens the lifespan of a cold or yes, a flu as well. certainly does. All right, we're coming up on a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about some anti-aging and your little telomeres and see what goes on there. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There's something special about doctors' nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. 
You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, as promised, we're going to be talking about some anti-aging things. And uh, one of the things that goes along with that is something called a telomere. And we just happen to be very, very lucky in having a, an ex- a distinguished guest with us tonight to help explain all this, Janine, because I'm, I'm afraid you and I might not be able to explain it all. <laughs> And we have a Dr. Eric Salzberg with us. He's a Ph.D. in uh, chemistry. And, you know, he uh, w- works with a company called Viacom LLC, and they're one of the raw material suppliers. And uh, Dr. Eric uh, has uh, got a Ph.D. In, in, from the University of Natural Medicine. He's done postdoc work under many, many, uh, you know, leading scientists. Uh, been a consultant for some uh, very big nutrition companies, as well as some of the normal pharmaceutical people like Sandoz and Novartis and Herxt Roussel. So we're very pleased and very thankful to have Dr. Eric with us. Are you there, Dr. Eric? Yes. Hi, Dr. Jim. Hi, Dr. Janine. Hello. Wonderful. How are Glad you? to have you here tonight. We're going to have a, a nice show talking about, you know, it's a new product that we brought on, um, something for the telomeres. It's called the Stragglicide 4. Mm. And... Yeah, you know, I want you to kind of help us out a little bit, you know, because when we talk about anti-aging and something like this, astragalocide 4, you know, people say, well, why? Okay, well, first thing we talk about is these telomeres. Now, Doc, tell us a little bit about what is a telomere? Ah, that's a very good question. And uh, before 1980, we actually didn't really know, or certainly we didn't understand them. Right. Uh, telomeres are the end cap. As you know, there are chromosomes in our all-living cells. Mm -hmm. And if you can picture the chromosome as an X-shaped unit of DNA, well, then the telomeres are the little caps at the end of each strand of that DNA. They're a very small portion of DNA itself, but that does not replicate when the cells replicate. Because the cells divide, the DNA splits in half to form two new cells, but a bit of the genetic material uh, is lost at uh, the end of each strand and with each division. That's what, mm. telom- what telomeres are for. They contain a bunch of, well, shall I say useless DNA? Because <laughs> really at least anything. we don't know the reason, right? We uh, don't know why yet. Uh-huh. That's right. But it yeah. acts as a buffer zone. We do know that, so that yeah. no important DNA is lost from our chromosomes. Well, gradually over time, the telomere erodes away to a level where each cell division actually starts destroying bits of important DNA. 
And this gets to a point where the cell can no longer reproduce itself. Uh, you can imagine what that starts doing to bodily organs as time goes by. So that's, that's why we kind of fall apart when we age, then. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes. <laughs> Putting it uh, in a way, telomeres are there as a built-in time limit uh, to how many times a cell can divide itself. They're right. part of the uh, biological clock that causes aging and body deteriorations and, and death. Ah, okay. So they're very important little guys. They really are. <laughs> they are indeed. Yes. Now, this astragalicide 4 that we have in, in our product, and uh, we call it Telomere Pro, but this astragalicide 4, now, the, the research on it is, I, I, you, know, you can kind of back us up on this, but it's quite astounding. And um, one thing that, you know, we kind of would like to know, and, want to, and the folks are keep asking us, you know, how, how does or what does it do? How does it help? Well, that's... A deep if subject. If you were to Google <laughs> the word astragalocide or astragalocide 4, uh-huh. and forgive me, I'm old enough where Google is a noun, not a verb, but uh, <laughs> if you were to do that, you'd find about at least 10,000 citations. This is a very well-researched area in terms of what is astragalocide for and what it does. If you'd like, I can get into the chemistry, but basically it is a very small portion of a very important plant. There is a species of plant called astragalus, which we have known has been in Chinese medicine for over 2,000 years. Right. The astragalus, there are about 2,850 different species within the family that's called astragalus. Wow. There are two that contain a significant enough amount of astragaloside 4 that we can actually concentrate it and quantify it. Astragaloside 4 is a component of all astragalus, but only a few of the actual species will be able to give it to us. When we concentrate astragaloside 4, it's been known for a long time that it helps to express an enzyme which... Actually, this is work that was done and which received the Nobel Prize for Medicine and Physiology in 2009. So we're speaking about some serious science here. Wow. Uh, The expression of an enzyme, uh, which is a protein, a type of protein, Mm -hmm. that is called telomerase or telomerase, this product has the effect of actually helping to limit the fraying of the telomere. And depending on the research that you read, it even has the potential in certain cases for extending the telomere, thereby making the cell more youthful, giving the cell in our bodies more life. So that's why astragalicide 4 is so important because it helps to get us that in each when we take it internally, mm-hmm. it helps to express from certain cells that protein, that enzyme called telomerase, and that's uh, that's a very important thing because 
telomerase, you can't eat it. You can't inject it because mm-hmm. it's only effective inside the cell nucleus. But every cell knows how to make telomerase. So the trick is to signal that cell to make its own. That's what the astragalocyte 4 does. Wow. That's pretty important stuff, then. It I, really is. Uh, it, it's amazing the amount of research that this is uh, engendering. Yeah, when we looked at, we were looking at research, and there are lots of new research just in the past year, it looks like, that's come out on it. Well, that's certainly true. Um, there are a lot of papers that come out specifically with regard to the telomere lengthening in certain disease states, mm-hmm. more so than work even in the general area. Science has come to the point, it seems, where they just accept that telomere shortening is bad in virtually all disease states. So basically you're saying that actually helping with the telomerase can actually help almost all disease states also. Yes. They've looked at so very many um, disease states, actually not even disease states. Um, There are some papers that were done that show that the product is beneficial even for hair regrowth and for recollagenation and all kinds of anti-aging effects. And that's one of the things that we were going to ask you about is about the hair loss. And I read a couple of the articles on how it actually helped the hair follicle itself. Um, Have you experienced that using the product yourself? Or have you used the product yourself (laughs) or or with other people? Yes. (laughs) I'm laughing. And I'm laughing because I really want to, but I can't. And the reason I can't is because I am just about to begin uh, as a subject in a study uh, where it's going to be utilized. Let me back up and just tell you that, that I've been involved in nutrition, nutraceuticals for a very long time. And this product, is unique because when we take an aspirin a day, we just hope that it does something. Right. Mm-hmm. It's qualitative. We feel better taking it because we think it's going to be make us better. And as you know, there's a 30% placebo effect yes. with uh, right. human beings, which is why animal studies are important because animals don't have a placebo effect. Well, telomeres are... And astragalocyte 4 is uniquely important because it actually can be quantified. It's one of those very special nutrient products where you can actually have blood drawn, send it to the lab, and have a telomere length assay done so you mm-hmm. can see for yourself that it's working. It's, it's quite remarkable. So I am in a study, or I will be starting a study, which is why I had to stop it this year for the past uh, six months, kicking and screaming. I did not want to stop it. it was, <laughs> I can imagine. It was doing wonderful things for me. But uh, yeah. 
but uh, I will be starting in a study where we will have people. I will be the oldest in the study. It is uh, age, race related. It uh, it will be run by a, f- a few physicians from the A4M, and uh, which is the anti-aging medical uh, doctor anti-aging right. group. And I'm really excited. Uh, I'm uh. be having my blood drawn. Get a a baseline, what we call a basal level, mm-hmm. uh-huh. a baseline, and then three months, six months, and a year, I'll have my telomere length analysis done, and uh, so will everybody else, and we will be able to quantify results specific for the astragalocyte 4, which is wonderful. Okay, good. Well, all right, you know, Dr. Eric, we're coming up on another break here, and uh, so as soon as we get back from that break, we've got a whole lot more questions to ask. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure, that kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. 
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we're talking about uh, your telomeres and the anti-aging and something called astragalicide 4. Uh, and we've got with us Dr. Eric Salzberg. And we were just talking before the break there that you're actually being involved in a study yourself to see the efficacy of this particular product. I am, and I'm excited about it, but I hesitate to say that I'm in this study to see the efficacy because I've already seen You've already seen it, right. Over years. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm fully... Uh, it's, it would be wrong to say I'm a believer because yeah. <laughs> more than that, it's not just belief. It's, um, I have quantifiable information on it. Uh, the reason that I'm excited by being in this study is because I personally have never subjected myself to uh, study conditions. Yes. Right. So this will be a right. first for me. Ah, okay. All right. You've always been on the other side of those studies, right? <laughs> yeah, conducting them, not, not being part of them. All right. Okay. Now, something that... Um, I've had a, a few people to ask already. How does the length of the telomere correlate to being healthy? That's a very good question, and although it's been answered by a number of research papers, it's never been answered fully, and it, mm-hmm. it may never be answered fully. Um, we do know that so very many disease states are implicit with the disease state is the fact that there are shortened telomeres. It's quite easy to check the telomere length of a person or an animal with a disease correlated to the general population of that person or animal grouping at a comparable age and see by quantitative analysis, again, called telomere length mm-hmm. analysis, uh, that shortened telomeres do, in fact, relate, correlate dramatically, specifically with disease, and mm-hmm. with very many diseases, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. But in terms of the why and the how, that's going to take a lot more study, I think. Right, yeah. but it looks like there's a lot of study underway uh, to answer that kind of question, too, though. Well, there are, and um, so much has come out from the original Harvard study. Uh, there's been so much follow-up, including at Harvard uh, themselves with the people that were originally involved with the DNA sequencing that got us to that point, that mm-hmm. from all of the major labs around the world, I don't think that any university that is a known university, Princeton or Stanford, they're all doing, they all have some research doing work in this area. They don't want to be left behind. This is right. a, a mm-hmm. hot study area. Right. You, you think this is, like, say, anti-aging is a hot topic. Uh, but, you know, that's, it's, it's like just... I said, yeah. and definitely, you know, anti-aging is what everything is kind of geared toward. But looking at the research that I was reading, I mean, like you mentioned earlier, a lot of the studies are more specific than just anti-aging. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, it looks like it's very protective on many of the organs. Yeah, for instance, the heart and cardiovascular system. That is the first disease state where 
it was quantified. There is no question in any scientist's mind, probably no physician's mind, that uh, the lengthened telomeres, full-length telomeres, meaning at least where they should be for the cell's age and longer, if at all possible, relate to CVD. Cardiovascular mm-hmm. disease, CVD, mm-hmm. uh, is, was the first disease to show that shortened telomeres related to it and the first to show in research that extending the length of the telomeres, if at all possible, depending on the condition and the age of uh, the cell, uh, could, or even maintaining the length of the telomeres, could and does have a positive effect on CVD. Wow. Yeah, that's really good. Now, another area is immune function. And I mean, if you think about the regular astragalus that you use in Chinese medicine for years, it's always been used for the immune system. You've done your research. I can see that because the Mm. second most checked area of health is immune health. Right. There is little doubt that the weakened immune system, which causes so much havoc in our systems, in our body, uh, is clearly helped. And you were speaking earlier about diabetes, and diabetes Mm -hmm. is one of the areas where Mm -hmm. they're looking at some forms of diabetes actually being uh, an autoimmune issue. Mm -hmm. And there's much work being done with that, with, uh, with the study of telomerase and telomerase therapies for the future to help diabetes. So, yes, the immune system, if you want details, specifics, I can give it to you, but basically it is more than just a tonic. Uh, Taking astragalocyte 4, for example, in order to express telomerase, which helps to enhance the telomeres themselves, has specifically shown a re-strengthening of the immune system. And I know that there um, are at least one or two big pharma companies that are looking at this for work with HIV. Hmm. Well, I can imagine, right. I, yeah. can, I can see why. I mean, definitely to help the, support the immune function. Now, something, not that I saw any research, but a question I, I want to ask for myself, is there been anything about immunoglobulins? in the astragalocyte 4. I actually read something about the immunoglobulin effects and the strengthening within the system, but I must say this is getting a little out of my area. Oh, so. I, 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 I understand. I understand. <laughs> and I did not read anything on that specific. I was just wondering if you yeah. had seen something on it. I did, indeed. Okay, good. Uh, okay. I, I'd have to go back to my verb Google and... Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and check it out. Because we'll have to dig a little deeper on that one ourselves because uh, Janine yeah. has had an immunoglobulin problem all her life. Right. So uh, we deal with that one firsthand. So that, that's, that's why it got, piqued her interest. Yeah, there. I just wondered how, what, yeah. if they'd found anything specific for that. Yeah. Again, Great. I know that there is work being done on it. Okay, I have good. seen initial paperwork that's come out. Um, but in fact... Now that I'm thinking about it, the uh, 
NIH, I believe, is, has specifically funded a study of strengthening, immune strengthening uh, as it correlates with the immunoglobulins. Okay, I think. I'll have to look. Have to look into have that to one, look yeah. at that study then. Yeah. Now, other areas I know that we've looked at and read about was even digestion. And that was one that I was kind of like, yeah, huh? that's not something yeah. you think about for digestion. But I guess it can help almost any problem if you actually strengthen the systems. Yeah, di- digestion, of course, is a very generic catch-all term right. for anything, our ability to absorb, what's happening in the GI tract, um, it would it would make sense if A is equal to B and B is equal to C, right. then A should be equal to C, and therefore digestion should be helped. I know that uh, there is some work on the cell, looking at the cellular level in the gut uh, with people with way back to the immune system uh, mm-hmm. with uh, right. things like Crohn's and, and uh, comparable IBS, type right. of difficulties in digestion. Mm-hmm. And I guess for, in terms of digestion, it would be more like the uh, chicken soup theory that uh, chicken soup may not help, but it sure can hurt. Yes, and, that's, true. that's and, true. And I think that's the case here. I think that uh, for people otherwise healthy, with digestive issues, this should be a very potent addition to the, uh, to the myriad products that could be available, including yeah. probiotics and especially probiotics for oh, digestion. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Definitely. We talk about probiotics almost every week uh, uh, for something. So we've been I, kidded that the show ought to be called the probiotic show. <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. No, I didn't know that, but I, yeah. but I will say that it is the most undervalued part of our nutritional makeup, I think. And believe it or not, I have had three people this week that told me their GI doctors told them there was nothing to probiotics and there was no research backing it. It scares me to hear that. Uh, I couldn't believe I was like, they obviously aren't reading any journals because right now there is so much. Yes. If If I may, I think the real problem with probiotics is that the gut, and these are broad, sweeping brush strokes, but the gut contains up to about 1,200 species, mm-hmm. and when we take a probiotic, when we, when we eat uh, a yogurt, which I do every morning, we're really only getting two or three that right. um, we may or may not already have the flora and fauna in our system. I think that uh, the research that's being done with probiotics is the, some of the more esoteric strains, but without a doubt, they are proving to be beneficial in so many ways. So I think this is a very exciting area of research. And it really is. It, it there's really a, there's is. a lot of research on probiotics, just like there's a lot of research on the stragliside four. I mean, like I said, when I looked at that, you know, even with the nervous system, and I saw some articles even for Parkinson's. Yeah. Um. We're, we're down to about, we've got about a minute here before the break, Eric, so uh, when we, uh, we'll kind of hold that thought, so to speak, on the nervous system and, and finish that up, because when we come back, I mean, we, we've still got some really interesting things to do, so um, we'll take a little break here, and we'll be right back with the rest of the show, so to speak. Your life, your health. 
your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we're talking about the anti-aging, and we're talking about our particular product called uh, Telomere Pro, which has got the astragaloside 4. And I tell you what, this stuff is just very exciting. And uh, Dr. Eric, right before we um, went to break, we were talking about the nervous system. And have you got another little tidbit you could throw at us on that? Uh, On the nervous system. Well, uh, I reread recently uh, a paper that was published in 2010. Lee and his colleagues uh, in the Journal of Neurochemical Research Uh uh, was talking about telomerase deficiency. Now, that means that the in order to make more telomeres, you need mm-hmm. telomerase. But right. this is talking about the deficiency and that it, in fact, affected uh, brain functions. This is, of course, in mice, but we're talking about 90% plus uh, similarity mm-hmm. of brain function uh, in our DNA. Mm-hmm. But that there was a very specific 
amount of quantitative reduction with a reduction in telomerase. Um, that really was very important uh, because it opened up, that was only five years ago, but it opened up a lot of research uh, into brain function. And I know that there are ongoing studies in, and already some published results on its positive effects on dementia. Wow. Yeah. That's, I see, that, that's huge because that is such a, a rapidly growing area of concern. Now, we've talked about you know, this for so many different problems so far, the cardiovascular system, the immune system, the digestive system, the nervous system. What about like fibromyalgia, fatigue, liver mm-hmm. problems, kidney problems? Does it help those as well? Well, yes. It sounds like I'm one of those tonic salesmen from uh, <laughs> years ago that it's good for what ails you. Right. Get um, the snake oil right here, right? Yeah. It really, if we remember that... This particular enzyme is made in every living cell. Mm-hmm. We're saying that it transcends the placental barrier even. We're saying that it transcends the blood-brain barrier. We're saying that, that it is possible to excite telomerase increase, meaning improved telomeres in virtually all cells in our body, well, then it's not a surprise that it's so beneficial in so many areas. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree on that one. Now, who actually, who, who can benefit, can, can, you know, we've talked about, we hear there's a lot of benefits and a lot of areas that benefit, but, you know, is any age, I mean, is it for all age groups, for just people getting older? <laughs> um, it is theorized based on a lot of extensive uh, study, of course, but it's theorized that the optimum time to begin to take an astragalocyte 4 product or any other product that is going to be successful in expressing telomerase uh, should be when the when the person or the animal, because this is just as good for you, uh, for Fido and Scruffy. And, and, and right, right. I had one start on it today. Yeah, we actually <laughs> did. Yeah. Probably at about 20 to 25% of expected life expectancy. Um, so if my child has a life expectancy of 100, there'd be no point of, him, of starting him at 10. Yeah. Uh, it would be 20 or 25. And they, there's some discussion that there's no upper limit, but of course it gets more and more difficult as the telomeres get shorter as a person ages. So I would say that the maximal success rate is one-third to two-thirds of typical life expectancy of the 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 dog that'll live for 10 years or the human that'll live for 100 years, uh, that would be the best, the optimum time to take it. But it's not too early, not too... Uh, you could take it literally on your deathbed. I'm not sure that it would yeah. have a positive yeah. benefit, but it would. Yeah, right. 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 Please yeah. remember that it's a, there's a strong drop-off in chromosomal pairs 
uh, as we age. Right. In utero, a fetus has about 30,000 matched pairs of chromosomes in its body. By the time it's born, it's down to about 15,000. And then it extrapolates out over time, and then it drops on a nonlinear fashion uh, so that I, having just recently started on Social Security, probably <laughs> have perhaps 4,000 or so. I'll know that when I start getting my telomeres tested. Well, you don't know when to get go. a check, right. exactly. Now, but, is there anybody that shouldn't take it? Uh, yes. Yes, there are. Um, it's a good question. Obviously, because it's not been researched specifically, I wouldn't give this to children. I don't think it would right. be of any benefit, but, mm-hmm. but I certainly would caution against uh, pregnant or lactating women taking this. I would certainly. caution um, the, uh, people with uh, immune deficiency to take the product. I would caution... Anybody that has um, had a diagnosis of uh, any sort of cancer Mm -hmm. in their body, the question of cancer is a dramatic question, and it's one of the most important in in telomerase research right now. Um, Is it beneficial or is it hurtful? Because if it does do what we say, and that's that it's, it's enhancing cellular division, well, isn't that what cancers are all about? Right. But there's a lot of work that says exactly the opposite, that uh, it does not only not hurt to take it, but I don't want to get into that because that's areas of active research now. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, right, right. Uh, as a caution, I would say if you, uh, that somebody diagnosed with active cancer probably should withhold it. And I will also tell everybody that wants to take a stragglicide 4, and that should be most of the population, I think. I would think, yes. That they should always, not only with this, but with all medications, all nutrients, always let their PCP, their primary care doctor, know that they are, in fact, taking a nutraceutical product. Mm -hmm. Now, on the, you know, you talk about immunosuppressed. Now, some of the autoimmune diseases, I've seen some really good research where it helps. That's correct. Yes, okay, for autoimmune there's no question about it. Um, I'm not at all concerned about it, but you asked me uh, that what right. do I know from the literature where there should be cautions, and this is what I've read. Right, right. right. And I've right. also read that if you're ever going to become pregnant. Well, again, that would go to the you know, right. women in childbearing years. Which, yeah. Shouldn't be taking it. Because, like I say, they haven't reached their um, uh, point of where they would actually benefit from it that much that we know of. A lot of older women are having kids nowadays. Well, that's true, <laughs> and they probably shouldn't have, but still, <laughs> I understand, Janine. Yeah. But uh, this is just a, an extraordinarily exciting uh, compound, this astragalocide 4. And uh, Dr. Eric, uh, we certainly appreciate you being with us tonight. We've only got about a minute left on the show here tonight. Unfortunately, we could talk about this stuff all night long. <laughs> Um, yes. I mean, you know, and it's just that exciting. I mean, you know, the, the first time I ever saw anything about it, I was that excited. I said, my goodness, we've got to have this. So uh, hopefully the uh, audience has learned something about astragalocide 4 
and I'm sure they'll probably have some questions they can uh, hit us with and so on. And, you know, again, I want to extend my uh, thanks to you for being our guest tonight. Yes, thank you so much. We have really appreciated that because you brought a lot to this show um, that just kind of puts the icing on the cake, so to speak. So, uh, again, it's been my pleasure. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And, uh, Again, we're right at the end of the show, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, join us next week. We're going to be talking about uh, some muscle issues, health, how to keep those muscles healthy, and one of them might be the astragaloside 4 at this point. But uh, join us again next week on Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Drs. Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health.